0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our seventh episode of SU Ohio Todd Talk. You know, I was talking with a buddy today. I said, it's called a podcast, but all this time I should have been calling it a Toddcast. So welcome to the SU Ohio Toddcast, as we're ready to bring you a new person here on the show. And today's guest is the one and only from Cleveland, Ohio, mm. Pastor Chad Tusing. Oh, no. he, he is on the show today, uh, going to bring us a little bit about what he does uh, here in the state of Ohio. Mm. So Chad, first, give us just a, a little background about yourself and how you got here.
1: Yeah, you know, Todd, one thing I'm actually stoked about, I did not know that this is the seventh Todd talk. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's an honor. This is the Lord's number. I think the Lord's glory is about to fall during this podcast. It's my favorite
0: number, too, bro. <laughs>
1: That's a good number, man. So sorry, I. Uh,
0: <laughs> what was your okay, question you again? Right. I
1: was so excited about the seven, oh, I forgot. Dude,
0: the just tell tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got here to uh, mm, uh, wow. your role that you're in right now here in Columbus.
1: Yeah, from so, Cleveland.
0: Like you said, yeah, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, born
1: and raised. Represent. So, I uh, lived on the west side of Cleveland in the neighborhood called West Park, all the way up till 18 years old, and then. I went to a Christian school, went to church every Sunday morning, went to youth group Sunday night. And apparently
0: you went to school with my cousin Jordan. Uh, Little Jordan, did I know. Jordan
1: Nyurgis. Plug to you, brother. <laughs> yes, he was the grade right below me. <laughs> so I went to I went to that school from kindergarten to 12th grade. Mm. Christian community school. Um, played all,
0: soccer, the
1: through, huh? all the way through, All the way through. Pretty goodness. much owned that school. I loved it.
0: I couldn't imagine just going to school with the same kids every single year.
1: I mean, we had a large class. We graduated yeah. with a class of twenty five. So I guess that's big. <laughs> <for> that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a joke, but um, yeah. And then I graduated, and I started pursuing a degree in sports and fitness management. Okay. And I did that for a couple of years. I wanted to to uh, community college. Rock on. Pursued that and. You know, I felt like God was kind of pulling me out of that Mm. after about a year and a half in. I felt this uh, gut check. So I sought out some mentors and was trying to figure out what God was doing. And I I really felt at that time that God was calling me and pushing me into full time vocational ministry. Mm. And I applied to the only school that I thought I could afford, and that was Moody Bible Institute. Moody. Uh, It was tuition paid, so all I had to do was really pay for room and board as long as I got accepted to the Chicago campus. Lord worked it all out. I got accepted Mm -hmm. to the Chicago campus, and I got my bachelor's degree in biblical studies. Well, he do it. He did it, man. (laughs) He did it. He worked it out. I was able to finish um, faster. I was supposed mm. to graduate in like five and a half years. I ended up bringing that down to five. So, um, but that was, that was, that's with the two years of community college. Sure. So I did community college for two years when I transferred to Moody, they didn't really accept any of those credits. Yep. And,
0: Cause you're out of state.
1: And then I was there for three. Yeah. Well, I took classes in nutrition, so oh, totally different it. than the okay. Bible.
0: Yes. Completely, yeah. completely different. There, That would make sense.
1: Yes. Yeah, so then I did, um, I was a youth pastor then uh, for two years after graduating, Mm -hmm. and then, uh, you know, God was kind of leading me out of that season and pushing me into a new role, and I knew it had to do with youth ministry, but Mm -hmm. didn't feel like it was being a youth pastor, and I had no idea what that looked like, because to me, youth ministry was being a youth pastor, sure, and that's just what I knew. And I had some conversations with Pastor Nate Ortiz, Mm -hmm. the DYD for Ohio Youth Ministry.
0: Coming soon to Top Talk.
1: He's coming. (laughs) He's coming along. So uh, I had a great conversation with him, and he started bringing up this idea of Youth Alive. Mm -hmm. And Youth Alive being the goal of empowering students to reach their school campuses with the gospel. And I fell in love with that. And as soon as we had that conversation, I felt called to Mm -hmm. that so I stepped out as being a youth pastor, and then I stepped in as the Youth Alive Director. And in that process, also working alongside SCU, yeah. Ohio Network Campus, being able to serve as the resident director with SCU mm-hmm. and having a dual role. So this past year, a lot of change, mm-hmm. a lot of
0: excitement. Been a good year. I was, I was about to mention, I mean, my first question was, um, you know, basically what is what is your role in Taylor as Youth Live Director and the RD here at SCU? I know you're a man of of many hats. You know, I'm sure that that can't be easy all the time juggling the two of that of those of those roles. But um, as you transition into uh, being the Youth Live Director, and I believe you're the first ever Youth Live Director first in Ohio, ever right? First ever. Yes. What an honor! Come on, so you're paving yeah. the way. You know, okay. um, so. What does What is Youth Alive? Tell the people that are listening, you know, what is Youth Alive? What does that entail? What do you do?
1: Mm-hmm. Tell Great us about question.
0: that. Great um, question. Youth Alive is a national organization. Mm-hmm. A lot of people
1: don't realize that. It's a national organization that is under the Assemblies of God. And, but the goal and their, their tagline is students reaching students. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever heard of FCA or Young Life or Youth for Christ, they do a lot of campus ministries or different sort of ministries to reach teenagers. Youth Alive is very, very similar, but the way in which we do it is we empower and equip the students to reach other students. Sure. So um, what I do, I do, I do a lot of coaching. I do a lot of uh, traveling and speaking. I'll go to Bible clubs and I'll do trainings with students to show them how to evangelize and how to have spiritual conversations in a natural way mm-hmm. so that every single school is not only reached with the gospel, but also impacted by the
0: gospel. Sure. Um, so how many how many students have you actually been in contact lately that have actually, I, I see on your Instagram page, you kind of post, you know, this student has been like opened up this club this long ago. Like how mm-hmm. how desperate do you see students really wanting to start up a Jesus club? You know, is that, uh, or just uh, be a difference in their school? I mean, it yeah. seems like a lot of kids just don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um so really it's your role to come in and say, okay, this is how you do it, this is how you go about it. Do you see the um there's like a hunger in students in high school for and I have
1: a reaching one thing, First things first, like I have a strong, I have a high, like radical belief in students. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I think is missed is sometimes we don't have a belief in teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um and thinking that they can do what God's called them to do. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is that over the course of the past year, really just being in youth ministry, I see a hunger in students wanting for to do something more, but just have no idea where to start. Yeah. so my job in that is just to help them discover what God is calling you to do. I call it the the four ds. first, discover what God is calling you to do, and then determine determine the the when. When are you going to do what God has called you to do? Determine the who. The, the rest are just determined. Determine the who, who's going to do it alongside with you, mm-hmm. and then uh, determine the how. Mm-hmm. How are we going to go about this? What sure. are going to be the steps? And students want to do it. Mm-hmm. They want to be a part of it. They want to make a difference and leave an impact and a legacy. Yeah. It's just they don't have very many people in their corner mm-hmm. showing them how to do it. And I don't tell them, hey, you need to do this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. It's me just coming at them, asking questions mm-hmm. and helping them discover mm-hmm. what they need to be doing. And they do, mm-hmm. they know, they just, they come, they come at me and like, I want to make a difference. Yeah. I just, I just don't know how.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you won't believe, um, back when I was, um, uh, still in Cleveland, um, pastor Galen that, you know, we would serve at a Parma senior high school and it was actually, um, student led. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, but again, they didn't have many people in their corner. So they asked around like the city, like, Hey, are there any like youth pastors and leaders that'd be willing to help us like get this thing going. So, um, it's still going today. It's been going I think two years strong now called one yeah. voice. Yeah. Um, and, and lives have been changed through that. You know, people have mm-hmm. given their heart to the Lord through it. I know at the time I was working at Panera bread and I would bring people that were still in high school perma senior to this. And a couple of them actually gave their heart to the Lord. It, it was truly amazing to see, uh, what happens when a student just says they're going to be obedient and, uh, in starting a club or of some sort, you know. And
1: there's nothing like seeing the development of a student in that. Yeah. And them actually living out the life that God called them to live, mm-hmm. and then just seeing God work in that. Sure. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just it's unreal. Like the one you uh, probably saw on Instagram, the they're, they're called God Talk, and they launched mm-hmm. a club three three years ago, and it's entirely student led. Wow. Entirely student led. Fantastic, and they've multiplied into three middle schools this past year. Mm. Um, they do an outreach every year. They do a serving project every year, and mm. are impacting not only their school but they're impacting their community. That's amazing, and that's what we're about. Like mm. we're we're about cam- uh, campuses, yep. but we're about the community, mm. and we want to see students making an impact in the community as well.
0: Absolutely, I mean it starts it starts with the younger generation, right? Mm-hmm. Starts from them, and um, sky's the limit. I mean, if they're starting to be obedient now, oh boy, watch out. The, the kingdom's going to be, uh, uh, we're going to be adding a lot to the kingdom very soon. It's raising so up leaders. It's raising up leaders and, and equipping them to do the good works of God. So um, that's awesome. So another question I have for you is, you know, what's been the best part? Um, so we're going to transition to, you also serve as RD yeah. here at, at SEU. So um, being the RD, you get to be around us a lot us, uh, maybe sometimes too much. <laughs> for, for the record, Chad was actually, uh, we were apartment suite mates. What do we call I it? Ro- we know. weren't roommates, but he was on the other side of our apartment building. Yeah. And uh, we got to get to know each other pretty well throughout the first three three or so months. But um, going about life with these college students, you know, what has been um, the best part about going about life with us? Um, whether funny story or just serious moment, like what's the best part about going about life with every single yeah, one of us. Here.
1: I think uh watching Todd and I, just <laughs> dance his way through the night. Oh boy. Oh, I hope none of you ever have to see that with your <laughs>
0: own. I eyes. hope
1: everybody has an opportunity
0: <laughs> to see that. Just don't put on uh, more by Usher. or Yeah, by Usher, it's game over. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: I I love uh relational the the relational aspect of what I do. Mm -hmm. That's by far my favorite part Um, because I've had the opportunity to see you guys grow within just the past seven, eight months. Mm -hmm. If that Uh, meeting with you guys on a regular basis, having coffee with you, hanging out in the apartments with you guys, making breakfast for some of you guys in my apartment um, and just chilling, getting to know you. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm so intentional with having what we call real talk every other week is Hearing your guys' story mm-hmm. um, and having space for you guys to share your story because I I love you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I love doing life with you, and I love um, pouring out wisdom as much as mm-hmm. I can at my young age. You know, but um, it's it it is that it's seeing. I I love seeing people from getting from point A to point B. Yeah. And if I can be part of that process, praise God. You know, I just love being part of the process from someone being shaped and transformed into what God is creating Mm -hmm. them to be. So uh, when I see someone like you uh, coming in from Cleveland, Ohio, and being Mm -hmm. able to room with you and getting to know you and um, pretend playing baseball with a pool noodle in the apartment every day, brother, but also, you know, having those opportunities when. Um, I'm just chilling at the apartment and you're just like asking questions, those Mm -hmm. opportunities to just engage. You never run out of questions. (laughs) I love it. Todd's always (laughs) open to learn and so grateful for it. But it's, it's that it's those relational aspects and components and seeing you guys Mm -hmm. grow. And if I can be a part of that, that's, that's just what I love doing.
0: Yeah. And one big thing that you said was intentionality. Like I know a lot of us students that live residentially, like we see that, like the fact that you're like, Hey, like, let's go get some coffee. You know, yeah. I mean, a couple of times we've gone out, like we went to a coffee vault that one time, a Coffee Vault. Just, we just talked and, and studied up a little bit, you know, got some work done. You know, it's, um, the fact that you take the time uh, to be intentional to us means a lot. You know, it's easy to, um, especially with your role to say, you know, I'm really busy. I can't, can't hang with you today, but you, you set a part time and, um, that, that's what makes you a really strong and effective leader. So we thank you for that. I appreciate so, that. So thank you. Um, so going back to youth alive now. Um, so obviously youth alive, the big picture here is to, you know, help equip students to, um, to lead others to Jesus through a club or get active in their schools in some sort. Right. Mm -hmm. So if we're talking 10 years down the road from right Mm -hmm. now, where do you want to see youth alive? Where do you want to see this thing taken? Man,
1: I think my goal, whether it's with, Youth Alive or partnership what between Youth Alive and other organizations is seeing every school and every community reach with the gospel of Jesus. Mm. And 10 years, man, mm. sounds like a long time, but it's not. It's going to be here before you know it. Um, 10 years sounds like a long time, but it's really, really not here in the office a week feels like a day mm-hmm. and a month feels like a week. It just goes by the, the the snap of a finger. And, but that would be like, my goal is to see every single school and community reached with the gospel. And I think that that involves partnerships with you know FCA, Young Life and Youth for Christ, um, but then also Youth Alive launching, launching things within schools. But any way we can do that, like that's, that's what I want to, do i want but overall like across ohio i would say that's a specific and that's a lofty goal but that's a specific goal um i would probably more vague is i want to see um, across ohio an increase in biblical literacy yeah i want i want to see students and like teenagers know the bible Mm -hmm. and know how to defend it know how to share their faith that their faith is not just something they carry from their parents, but mm-hmm. their faith is their own. Yeah. And that they have a hunger to dig into God's word. Mm-hmm. And they know it. Yeah, They they know the key verses when it comes to defending their faith. They know the key verses for when they're going through a difficult season, or they know somebody going through a difficult season. And they can point them to the right scriptures and the the right things for that. So increase in biblical literacy. I would also say... Probably in, uh, even an increase in discipleship. Mm-hmm. So a disciple, discipleship in two ways. One is from adults to students. So I want to incorporate a team across Ohio. So that way um, we're hitting every single area in Ohio. And these, these coaches or these mentors are discipling these students in this area. But then, even breaking it down even further, not only do we have adults discipling the students, because let, let's face it, in in Ohio we have, don't quote me on this, but I think over two hundred and eighty churches just mm-hmm. within the Assemblies of God, Correct. and um, somewhere between twenty and twenty five like uh, vocational pastors. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is leaders or volunteers. That's a that's a lot of churches without. Uh, youth pastor without yeah. youth leaders without so we we need we need adults who are willing to serve the youth and mentor the youth mm. so that would be that would be a goal and uh, something that we want to incorporate with youth alive it's incorporate a team that's willing to disciple students but then taking it a step further believing that students can then disciple students mm. that a junior and a senior is going to be discipling a sixth grader, a seventh grader, a freshman, mm-hmm. or an eighth grader. Uh, like so, we want we want to see that broken down, and maybe even due to freshmen uh, discipling discipling a third grader. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing it broken down all the way, all the way. So um, it's just so it's seamless. Mm-hmm. It's seamless. That's that's what we're called to to do is uh, be not only be disciples, but disciples make disciples. Yeah. We reproduce ourselves. Mm-hmm. So as we're as we're building that out, that's what I want to see. I want to see discipleship being a process across Ohio mm-hmm. and leaders being developed that are just passionate for Jesus and passionate for making a difference. Mm-hmm. I believe students are going to be the leaders. Students are going to be the ones I believe pave the way. Mm-hmm. That's what I want Youth Alive to be. Mm-hmm. I want, to be, I want, I want it to be inspirational. I yeah. want students to be inspiring other leaders. I want to see students inspiring pastors. Um it's <laughs> they inspire me. Yeah, they do. Um, and I'm like, they're inspiring me. My goodness. <laughs> like these stories have to get out there, yeah. Um, of, of Bible clubs being multiplied, mm-hmm. just as a Bible club is multiplied in a school. Mm-hmm. If God can do that, God can multiply a local church. Absolutely. He can multiply leaders. If these students are multiplying leaders, a pastor can multiply himself mm-hmm. and multiply for other pastors. So it's inspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, God has a calling on their life, and these stories need to be heard. Absolutely. And if I can be part of that process and lead the way, and I'm humbled. Mm-hmm. It's a humbling position. Um, I'm I'm biting off a big chunk of the steak that I can't chew, but with the Lord's help, he'll, he'll break it down for me. But just trusting in the, in the Holy Spirit every mm-hmm. step of the way. But in 10 years, man, I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Ohio's going to be different. Yeah. And it's
0: going to be because of students. Mm-hmm. And we believe that. We believe that. I mean, through your leadership, it's it's going to pave the way for sure. I mean, um, the fact that to see a desperation of students right now that want to see others reach for Jesus is encouraging. But you wait. I mean, you mentioned leaders, raising leaders. I that, mean, that we, we continuously get that going, man. The Watch out! <laughs>
1: Ohio's going to be the place to be. Absolutely, Ohio's going to when when families are looking into education systems, it's going to be because of Youth Alive and other or other organizations mm. that the education system is going to increase and be better. Yeah. That schools are going to be um, better better places for students to be. Mm. No longer are they going to have a negative reputation because of because of drugs or bullying. But as a result of God being recognized and God being known in schools, Ohio is going to change. Yeah. And people are going to want to come to Ohio mm-hmm. because students are are living, living their life the way God called them to live it.
0: And we believe we believe God's going to do the miraculous. We believe God's going to do big and mighty things to and through these students, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll, we'll be praying for that. And we'll be believing in that. But, uh, Chad, uh, thank you so much for, mm-hmm. uh, bringing us your wisdom and your insight and your passion for students is, uh, uh, just, just amazing. So thank you for your leadership. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if any of you need to contact Chad about, um, possibly him getting plugged into a school, helping you get plugged into a school, uh, give him, uh, where, where what, should they contact you, Chad? Easiest way would be through email.
1: Email. It's real simple. It's Chad at... OhioYouthAlive.com. You heard
0: it right there. So if any of you need to contact Chad, that's the email. He'll get you plugged in, good to go. But once again, thank you so much, Chad, and thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Anchor, and we are on Apple Podcast. We'll be back next week with another edition of SU Ohio Todd Talk. You guys have a fantastic week and peace.